0: Climb as hard as you can, get out of that box and find the way that is your way because everything is going to flow so much better. You're listening to the Better Boundaries podcast. I'm your host, Bria Wanamaker.
1: I'm a registered psychotherapist and I'm wondering... How do we put boundaries at the forefront of our mental health and physical wellness? I'm on a mission to uncover more about creating secure and interdependent relationships. You don't have to self-abandon or be a people pleaser anymore. You can be your whole self in all of your authenticity and still have healthy boundaries. Welcome. Let's dive in. What's up, y'all? And welcome back to another episode of the Better Boundaries podcast. I am so excited to bring you this interview. I have some incredible interviews lined up for you, and this one is certainly no exception. But before we get into that, I just wanted to say thank you for being here. Thank you for tuning in. If you are drawn to this podcast, you are likely someone who is high energy, high activity, high movement, high creativity, and highly intuitive. And if you're tuning into this podcast, you likely feel those things, but aren't sure how to connect with them once again. Maybe there's something that is suppressed within you and you're not sure how to express those beautiful aspects of yourself that you were once in touch with maybe as a child as a teenager and maybe you you know dabble in those things in your adulthood too being creative and keeping in touch with your intuition and and with your energy but I really want to encourage you to know that you can have access to that those beautiful parts of you at all times that's your power that is being able to harness your power in this world and connect more with your purpose and what you came here for and if you're so if you're tuning into this podcast just I, I know that is you I know I know that's you I know that's why we're attracted to one another And one of the ways that we can, you know, harness our power and that energy is by saying no to things in life. And that's why I find boundaries so phenomenal because boundaries are the ways in which we say no to certain things and yes to others. And recognizing that we have a choice and we have options and we have opportunities and Life presents us with these invitations and we get to choose what we say yes to and what we say no to what we will tolerate accept and engage in and what we will no longer tolerate accept and engage in and in my conversation today with Jess Clerk we dove into all conversations about you know really thinking outside the box in terms of what your purpose is and how you show up in the world, even if it's in in an unconventional way. And we also talked about self-confidence and self-love and really coming home to yourself and your authenticity. And finally, we do talk about that no and yes piece that sacred yes and making space for that, that full body yes, and inviting things into your life that feel really good and really aligned for you. So without further ado, let's dive into this interview. Jess, welcome back. I'm so excited. Welcome to, you know what? I feel like you were on the Better Bodies podcast, but we are now the Better Boundaries podcast. (gasps) Um, See what I did there? I love it. (laughs) Yeah. So welcome. Pumped to have you.
0: Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it was. It's been a while and I'm so glad to see your face and I'm just like picturing a nice hug right now. Um, So, so excited to be here.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm stoked. Um, And yeah, like I said, this will just be like a quick little pump up episode. (sighs) Can you tell people what you're like up to right now? What's going on in your life? I don't know. I love your energy, your brightness. And so I can just tell like things are lighting you up all around
0: what what a great question for today even though we were just talking about this before we hit record like uh what's new oh gosh I don't know how to answer that question but what's lighting me up now that is something I can answer because I was feeling that today like I'm buzzing today Mm. with so much goodness and so much energy because for the first time in my life I actually feel really aligned in what I'm doing I have come I know right like I think shit too like crazy But it's been just like this weird journey since starting this podcast and becoming a confidence coach that it led me to community and building a thing that I always wanted back when I lived in Barbados. So I think we talked about that the last time I was on where my anxiety really started was from when I was living in Barbados Mm -hmm. and coming home and wishing I had someone to call up and be like, hey, this is what's going on was really interesting for me to start creating it and becoming it for other people. And so, yeah, I've been building retreats. So a lot of in-person retreats here in Nova Scotia, which has been really fun. Um, A sisterhood community for people who are digitally online, which is really, really fun. And then I'm getting ready to announce an international retreat coming up, which is really exciting. And it's just some cool collaborations to just like speak and talk and hang out and like get women together, get people together, because that's what was missing for me when I was living abroad. And I don't want that to be missing for everybody.
1: Yeah. Ah, okay. That's so neat. And tell me about the retreats. Like I'm interested in what you do. Um, and like, what's the variety of people that come see you? That was something that always interested me in like personal training and in therapy and stuff too, because I'm always like wanting to see, am I making a difference? And part of that I think is egoic like we want to be Mm -hmm. contributing but also part of it is a really beautiful thing that we do as humans and like being able to contribute and lift each other up um and so I was always interested like whether it was personal training or in therapy who is whose life am I having a domino effect on you know Am I helping this person who's a mom? And am I helping this person who owns a business? Am I helping this person who is a real estate agent? And like what is the domino effect? What effect is it having on the collective? So yeah, what do you do at your retreats and uh who's coming to you?
0: Interesting question. Ooh, I like these, Bria. What's cool is that like that's all about purpose, right? Like, of course you want this itch to contribute and to feel like you're making a difference. That's what you were put here for, right? So it's interesting that you're just like, I don't know why. It's like, well, duh, that's why. Of course you know that. You're a therapist. And um, what's really interesting too is when I started to build this, I was attracting exactly who I was, right? A person who was just trying to figure things out. I was figuring out my confidence at the beginning and even still now to this day. I don't I don't have it all together. I'm figuring it out as I go. But was when I first started, it was really that person who just wanted more or wanted something different and as I started to grow and build I started to build a community around unconventional lives so it was my mentor who said to me Jess like you don't want kids use that that's a beautiful thing there is not enough people in this world who are outspoken about that so you should claim the field of unconventional people and unconventional lives and I was like whoa 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 I'm not ready to tell people that I am like child free by choice like no like I'd rather people just be like, oh, like that girl, someday she'll have a baby or like when she settles down, whatever. But it was never my story in my timeline. And of course, that can change. Uh, And if it does, I'm okay with that. But for right now, we're child free by choice. And stepping into that helped me to create a community of people who lived unconventional lives. So that could be the mom, the single mom who wants more, who wants to build a business. That could be, you know, someone in their 50s who's getting divorced after being married for 30 years and realizing that they want something totally different. That could be entrepreneurs. That could be um what else? There's so many different backgrounds. The person who doesn't want kids, you know, maybe the person who has more than 2.5 kids because even that's unconventional in this world, right? There's so many things. It's just the person who does life differently. And Mm -hmm. as I started to go in that field, I started attracting more and more and more and attracting people who just wanted to be different and wanted to express themselves and be truly themselves. So again, I do get a lot of entrepreneurs. I get a lot of coaches, people who want to build a business online and be seen is really cool. But also I get a lot of moms because after, you know, giving birth and starting your life as a mom a lot of people lose themselves. So I get a lot of people who are looking to find themselves and gain confidence and just to truly connect with who they are. And it's really mostly women, I will say. And at the retreats, we do get that variety of backgrounds. I had someone ask at the last retreat, like, why do you think you attract so many moms? Like you're not a mom. And I'm like, I don't know. Like, where are they coming from? Now we all know there's a lot of moms out there, right? Um, but, the census was that people just felt safe, that they could be Mm -hmm. themselves. And it was a community where they could unravel those layers that have built up since having their children. So I do get a lot of moms. We get some single people. We get people who are like me, married and maybe got married really young and they're still trying to figure out who they are. It's just Mm -hmm. like this variety of beautiful people. So like you, there's just so many different backgrounds of people that can come to you for things.
1: I love that. There's that element of self discovery in there. And I wonder if those moms are drawn to you because it's like, know that feeling of envy. If we are envious of others, it's because we see that potential within ourselves Mm, somewhere. And just you being so solid and okay with saying, hey, here's my truth child free by choice. And oh, that's so neat. And I just started owning something recently um I've been trying to like niche down for so long and try to figure out what my thing is and I'm definitely on the right path but I'm realizing I have a fear of like doing the same thing like for years and years and years and getting like stuck in that and um I've realized that it's actually okay to have many different interests, which I knew intellectually, but now my body is finally catching up of like, oh, I'm going to, this will be like a lifelong thing. I will always want to be doing multiple things. And so what I was doing before was filling my schedule with multiple things. And then I'm like drowning in it. And you're like, oh my God, this is way too much. I can't do this forever. But it's that balance of, I'm going to have multiple points that I'm doing. Like I'm going to write a book. I'm going to have a private practice for therapy and help folks there. I'm going to build a family life and I'm going to have, you know, something else going on, but they're not going to have to be in like a drowning capacity. It's just going to be how it is. And I think like I bring that up because I feel like that's also an unconventional way of living, Um, just in terms of, as we shift from like corporate eight to four type of vibe, Mm -hmm. which is great too. I just think that we are such creative beings and to, to build something or to be a part of something, um, that's outside of your nine to five job is so beautiful. So it's really cool that you attract those people who have multiple interests and are passionate about a lot of different things.
0: Yeah. Do you know your human design? Are you into that?
1: I'm a generator.
0: Ooh, what okay, about
1: you? So. What about you? I'm
0: a I'm a projector.
1: Okay, yeah. what do you know about projectors? Okay,
0: I am still dabbling, and still learning. I actually yeah. just signed up for a coach to become a reader, like so I could help people and guide people through their human design. I think it's fascinating. It's but so as a projector, cool. it's like it's the person who's here to guide people, so they can see things differently. We're really efficient. Like what a person would get done in an eight-hour day, like we can get done in a three-hour time frame. I know, but the thing is, yes, hundred percent. But the thing is you don't have a lot of energy. So the same energy that a generator would have who can do things for like eight, 10, 12 hours, we can't do. It's overwhelming. It's st- it's too stimulating. Um, So it's a person like who needs a lot of naps. Like we just don't generate our own energy. So once I learned that, I was like, oh, that's why I can't keep up with society. But we can. It's just mm. in a totally different way in a shorter span and like smaller chunks. So that's a projector. Oh, it's so interesting.
1: Cool. <laughs> I literally just not even 24 hours ago, uh, had somebody else on the pod and, um, she was talking and eventually I was like, what's your human design? (laughs) Just because when you hear someone talking, you're like, okay, this sounds like it's an inside of you thing. Like, it's not something you've picked up or learned. It's Mm -hmm. like, you literally came to the planet like this, this way, this work ethic, whatever it is. Um, But I asked her if she was a manifester because it sounded like um, she was good at like speaking things, creating Mm -hmm. things, allowing it to happen. But she said she was also a generator. And I thought that was, yeah, it was really interesting. And what she pointed out to me was like for generators, we have the energy to do projects, but then you also have to be okay with letting things go and like Mm -hmm. once you've run out of energy for a specific project it's done and it's come to a close and you have to move on type of deal and i thought that was so fascinating because she had said she has so many different projects on the go i was like oh yeah (laughs) me too me too that's the vibe it's so interesting (laughs) i wish we like we so neat if kids like learn that stuff in school (laughs)
0: I know I love when parents look it up and they're like, oh, my kids are this or that. Like, because there's actually books on it now, like that you can connect with. Like, you know, I, I'm a projector and like it's a book all about like your human design. It's really cool for kids, like a kid's book about it, which I think is like, just like fascinating. So cool. Like imagine if
1: that's how you got set up for group projects, even like in high school or college or just as children and like, okay, we're going to like, Becky's a generator. So like she's got the energy and like so-and-so is the manifestor. So they're going to be giving the orders. Like, yeah. yeah. Oh
0: yeah. (laughs) Be interesting. interesting. I was thinking about that the other day too. Like imagine if my younger self had known I was a projector, I probably would have worked a lot like a different job I I used to work like 12 hour shifts like I would have worked differently but I'm wondering too if that would have changed my path to getting here like had I had known that what maybe I wouldn't have gone to university and if I didn't go to university would I have met my husband and if I didn't meet my husband would I be sitting here on this podcast right now no like so I I think of it like the butterfly effect I'm like but if I knew that things would just have been so different I'm sure they would have been fine but it wouldn't be like where I am right now for sure.
1: It's so true. And like that discovering of information as we're supposed to learn it or as we're ready for it, then it, then it appears type of deal. Yeah. So interesting. Okay. Um, Do you have any, like, this was the quickest chat ever, but any, Nuggets of wisdom that are coming to you, even digging into like that projector energy, that confidence coach energy, any nuggets of wisdom that people need to hear today?
0: I would say if you are yourself, 100%, everything's going to fall into place. So being you is actually the greatest gift the world could ever have. And we try to fit into these boxes of, oh, well, you know, get the nine to five, get married, get the house, like the whole society box, right? We know the one that we're trying to to fill. But if that is not your thing and that is not your vibe and that doesn't work for you, then you need to get the fuck out of there. Like Mm. get out of that box. No matter how hard it is, climb as hard as you can, get out of that box and find the way that is your way because everything is going to flow so much better. And like I said at the start of this, it's like I've never felt so aligned in my entire life. And Mm. that comes from... Me starting to figure out who I am and getting out of that box. You know, I got out of the corporate world. I was working in government. Like, I got out, and I as I it was slow. I like to say I ran. It was really, really slow. It was like a like a crawl. I crawled out (laughs) of life so slowly, but it got me here, and that is like the coolest thing. Every time I look at where I am in life right now, I'm like, what the heck? Like that is not what 19 year old Jess thought she was getting into, and I'm so 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 grateful. So find yourself, and as you do, like. Just live it, live it because it's going to feel so much better than where you're at right now if you're feeling uncomfortable and itchy.
1: Mm. It's, I'm speechless. I like literally, I'm not sure what to say right now.
0: (laughs) I like how your podcast is about boundaries too. And I'm like, I'm not, when you said that, I was like, oh shit, I'm not very good with boundaries. (laughs) That's
1: okay. Do you know what? That question had flopped in my mind before. What is a boundary win for you? Like, even if you're looking at it, as something that's a yes and a no, like what's something you've said yes to that felt really aligned and authentic. And what's something you've said no to, where you were like, Oh, that was hard, but that was, that was truly me.
0: You know what? That's a great question because yeah, boundaries have always been something as a people pleaser have been really, really hard for me. Um, And I've worked a lot on, on, as a business owner being able to say no to things. So I like this question. I'm going to tell you a yes. And it's a fresh, fresh yes of today Mm. okay oh shit I don't know when this is gonna air but it's fresh love Um, it I had mentioned to another business owner locally in my city that I wanted to do like a live podcast recording like where we could sit down and have conversations and like sit in chairs and it would look super cool and we would hang out and there'd be like a studio audience like on the Crosby show or something I don't know and there'd be all people around and uh I mentioned that to her and she was like Okay, let's do it. And then she started getting all these ideas, and then today we sat down and we finalized the details, the ticket prices, where we're doing it, all those things. And it was a like a full body yes of a collaboration that felt so good. Like so good. I'm like, "Yes, this is the right kind of collaborations." A no can also be the other type of collaboration. I tried to do a workshop with someone and the energy just didn't feel right. And it was someone who I loved so dearly, hmm. but it wasn't working. I was having really heightened anxiety. And as much as I really wanted to help this person succeed, and I'm sure this person also wanted to help me succeed, it just like was not meshing and it was not working. We didn't sell a lot of tickets. And I was like, okay, something's off. I'm not doing this at a loss just for the sake of doing it and checking the box and being a good quote unquote friend. So we had a conversation and we ended up canceling the event. And that was like, it felt really, really good to get it off my chest and to say no way better than had I gone through with it. And the energy just would have been off the whole time. And that was a time that I set a boundary and was like, you know what? This is my business and I'm not going to do a half-assed event just because I said I would do it. And that was like a really good no. So it's like knowing that full body yes and trusting that intuition when the collaborations feel so good and also trusting your intuition when the collaboration just isn't working Hmm. and saying no, even if you're going to disappoint someone. Cause that was a hard one for me. I was like, this is going to disappoint so many people, but I'm so glad we didn't do it.
1: Oh my gosh. I that those are amazing examples of boundaries and like just the awareness within yourself, like full body. Yes. Versus like eh, probably no. Um, because I can just imagine the amount of like Option weighing you were doing with Mm -hmm. saying the no, and we we know k n o w (laughs) we we know instinctively what will be good for us and what will not be good for Mm -hmm. us, but we've been so taught to ignore that and sweep that under the rug and don't listen to that intuitive piece. We can intellectualize things, and there are so many reasons like oh, we're making, maybe making some profit off of this. Like, oh, it's good marketing. Oh, my name will be out there. Oh, we're doing this together. Oh, I already said yes. Oh, we already sold tickets. Oh, like we already committed to this. And like, maybe the next one will be better. There are so many like ways we can intellectualize it, Mm -hmm. but when it comes down to it, the feeling that you felt afterwards was like, ah, that is off my chest. That is not, that's not what I'm doing. That is not a line that is not for me. So That's like such a good example. And it's that I feel like I hope that gives people courage to like use the power in saying no in their lives.
0: It's interesting too, because from let's go to human design again, because again, it's so freaking cool. But like there's ways to see in your human design, what's the best decision making process for you? And for me, it's like a gut feeling and I only get it once and I have to trust it right away for some people they'll have a longer or like in your human design it will tell you your decision-making process and again I'm not going to sit here and be like it's the only way to know like it's not there's obviously so many different ways for you to know things but it's cool once I learn that that following that initial gut feeling is the best thing that I can do. But it's going to be different for you, Brian. and it's going to be different for your listener who's like, well, I don't know what my decision-making process is. Find out your human design and then message me and let's chat about it. But like, it can be a piece in your human design that tells you what's the best way for you to set boundaries and make decisions.
1: Love that. And so cool, right? It's so cool. I think even for people like doing an experiment with it, like, can you go a week tapping into this stuff that's what i try and tell myself because i'm like and that's what helped me eating disorder recovery wise too was like okay what happens if you go a week and like eat these different foods or like take a few days off exercise whatever it is like a week let's try these different things listen to your body for a week tap into the human design stuff for a week trust your gut for a week and see what changes if nothing changes you already know how to do the other thing because you've been doing it for 25, 30 years. So you can just go back to the old way of doing things and like muscle through it. But yeah. I think people would be surprised if we actually like tap into that, knowing that's there. Um, can you tell people where to find you and, and yeah. all that jazz?
0: Yeah, you can connect with me on Instagram over at jess.clerk. You can check out my podcast, which is called Selfish Confidence, all about finding your truth and and being confidently you and whatever life path you're on, being accepted and loved and seen in that way. And uh, you can check out my website too, jessclerk.com. And so you can find information about the retreats or anything else that you need up on the website. I'm
1: so excited for you. This sounds amazing. And I'm going to put everything in the show notes so people can find you easily. And yeah, thank you for being here.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much for having me, Bria. I love you so much, girl.
1: Love you. Thank you for listening. Share this episode with someone that you know who could use better boundaries in their life. When you give the show a five-star rating on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, it also helps others to be able to find the show too. I will see you next time. Bye.